This week on the Fake Outrage Report, we answer more of life's tough questions like, what do you do if your kid wants to be a YouTube star? And do naked breasts and chicken sandwiches go together? Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the debate show where we debate and you have no input whatsoever. <laughs> My name is nice. Sandeep Sen from the shithole country of India, and with me as always is Phil Causey from the shithole part of Connecticut. Yeah, that's right. Welcome back, Sandeep. Uh, Welcome back to uh, the show that you normally co-host. You were, you were off for a week last week? I was. Where, I was, where were you? Where the fuck were you? Were I you was doing? visiting Chicago, where my parents are. The shithole part of Chicago? No, the uh, the good the good white suburban part of Chicago. You yeah. couldn't have waited for him, Phil. You couldn't have like just waited one week to have your co-host on. Listen, the, um, the show must go on. The show must go on. We have uh, dozens of listeners now who are clamoring to hear the latest in the world of <laughs> fake outrage, uh, and they they just they had to know, and uh, so it was good. And by the way, speaking of listeners, I just want to say uh, welcome, new people. We've had a little bit of a bump the last few months, so. Welcome. We're glad to have you. Thank you for spending 40 minutes a week with us. And uh, all listeners, thank you for uh, telling your friends about us, because I, I, I assume that's how it happened. So we had a little bump, Sandy, over the holidays and the that's new year. That's right. A little bump. A little... Listeners. Right. A bump oh. of listeners, not a bump of anything uh, fun. Okay. Uh, well, yes, getting... bumps are good, and however, you're... they've told people or just the, the viral. We've gone viral. I thought you were making a cocaine joke. I was. I was thinking about it too. Okay. We're all thinking about cocaine. I could, I could use a little. I'm in fucking rough shape, dude. I could use a little cocaine right now. I thought you're doing better. So Phil had some caffeine just now, and Phil doesn't drink coffee. He does the most disgusting shots of like the shittiest tequila. No problem. I had him just. I'm like, just drink some of my coffee and do it in shot form. And he had to psych himself up. And he's like, all right. He's like, he, he's like rubbing his fingers together. And he's like, all right, I can do this. I can do this. No, this is totally true. Yeah. And then he I, chased it with apple cider because I have some apple cider here. No, and I did it near the entrance to your bathroom in case I immediately threw it up. Like, I was prepared to for my body to reject the coffee altogether, but this it is, didn't, so now I feel okay. This is how much Phil cares about the podcast. And, uh, <laughs> all right, well, the third voice you hear is that of Michelle Slonim, comedian Michelle Slonim. Michelle is the creator of Drawing Room Entertainment, where she produces a comedy show in your home. Uh, she also produces a comedy show called Comedy B&B. At local 138, which is in the Lower East Side, 138. Oh, yeah, Lower. right here in New York City. That's Hell right. Yeah. I like that venue. I feel like you should be plugging me after the show when they're like, ooh, who was that guest? Now they're like, we don't give a shit. Who is this person? Well, so reason, I guess you're going to have to do it again. Well, the reason why we do it is because uh, when I first started doing this show, me and the original co-host that wasn't uh, Sandeep. Whose name be, shall be remain nameless? No, it was a J-Rod. He was here last week. He doesn't care. I, I mean, I don't care. Nobody cares. Uh, we were just too high to remember, and we would just forget oh, to do that at the end of the show. So we started just doing it up front. That way we got all the plugs in. Mm-hmm. I'll in just case, go, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, in case we uh, were too much under the influence, we were able to uh, still get the plugs in. So the plugs are in. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We I really those appreciate plugs it. In. I'm honored to be here. Sandeep's asked me about six times to do the show. I've said no each time, but here I am. That's uh, right. Oh, no, actually, speaking of plugs, we had one more to do. Your hubby uh, has a new album out. Yes. Yes. Former guest of the show, Ben Rosenfeld, has an album out uh, available, I assume, everywhere you download comedy. Yeah. Uh, it was the, number one. He was number one last night. As Beating uh, Jim Gaffigan for a yes, few hours. Yeah. Well, it's called the United States of Russia. Perfect, right? Phil. Beautiful. <laughs> That's right. So check that out if you're into uh, 
Well, I was going to say that. Then I wasn't sure if I should save it to the end <laughs> or get it out. Now you're all self-conscious. No, we're, now, I'm, now I'm unclear. What we're I'm supposed shoving to it all right up front. We're and I'm honored like, that Sandeep chose not to wear pants with me being here. I think those aren't even sweatpants. Those are long johns. No, they're sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're like they're tight. Uniqlo. They're tight as fuck. They look like leggings. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. For, like, uh, well, just to be clear, audience, I'm wearing pa- I'm wearing something <laughs> on my legs. I mean, you are wearing a dress shirt, so it's not like you're totally out of it. <laughs> right. yeah, you look like you just got back from yoga class trying to pick up white girls. That's uh, <laughs> that's exactly what you look like. Yeah, I think uh, there's no way yoga wasn't invented by a horny Indian dude. <laughs> we really get white girls whoever he wanted. Oh, Sandeep no, no. has a very good bit about that. I'll just yeah. plug your bit right now. Bend Thanks. over. It'll give you better spirituality or fucking whatever. All right. So do you want to do a choose your own adventure show today, Sandeep? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So we're going to leave it up to you, Michelle. Uh, which topic do you want to do first? Do you want to do uh, breastfeeding or giving up on your dreams? I feel like you guys choose the articles by typing in outrage. Because the title of both of them, or at least one of them, had outrage in it. Generally Did you speaking, know that? Generally speaking, that is either we find it that way or we find it on like Twitter or Facebook trends or something. There's a variety of ways we Michelle, you've cracked the code. The yeah. title how is... Did you, how did you... Yeah. School come, spark outrage. How, I'm like, it's an outrage. How, how did you figure report. out what the theme of the show was? Was it based on the title of the show? <laughs> no, but it's, like, it's the exact word outrage. So I'm like, that's how they it's choose the article. It's the buzzword, man. It's the I buzzword. I feel like you guys are getting your information from Googling stuff. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe... <laughs> no, you're yeah. missing my point. Point miss, but I'll just let it go. Your cat's looking at me like, who the fuck is this bitch? Am I allowed to curse on here? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be known as a cursor. Yeah. So this is like our 102nd episode. I'm glad somebody finally cracked the pattern (laughs) of what we do here. I feel like you're mocking me. Sherlock Sloan. I'm on the case. All right. Next topic. (laughs) I get to choose the topic. All right. So I'll read the headline of it. Okay. Okay. So my, my computer keeps going to Amazon. Congratulations. Okay. School sparks outrage after telling pupils to dream small. Yes, this is a okay. very funny story. Yes. Yeah, so this story does come to us from across the pond, again, where we get much, much of our outrage stories. A school in Wiltshire, England, caused outrage after it told its students to basically tone down their ambitions. They had a day where the kids dress up as what they want to be when they grow up. But they said in the letter that kids who want to be sports stars, pop stars, or YouTubers should, quote, think of a plan B, unquote. I like how they specifically went with YouTuber as like the, th- like, that's like somehow on the same level of absurdity as like a starting quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> well, you know? it's it's equally unreachable, probably. I don't know. I, I, well, I just, I feel like, because when you know, when you, you're a kid, you always think like, oh, you know, astronaut or whatever, you know, lofty ambition, but like, they're like, no, that one's okay, but making your own video is putting them on the internet. Now that's just ridiculous. Yeah, they're trying to think they're trying to encourage like something you actually have to work for that's like, you know, that you have to you have to work in school for. Yeah, they're trying to keep you in the box, man. They're trying to keep you in inside of formal education. That's what it is. They don't want you to bypass all the middle steps. Right. They don't want you to because that's how you're gonna that's how you succeed in the world is not just by like thinking you're gonna be, you know. Okay, like so what what are the details of this story? <laughs> uh well I think that that this lays it out. So they said, um, they said that the the with the pop stars, they're like these are great ambitions, but so hard to achieve. They're not allowing these choices when they when they dress up at the school. Otherwise, everyone would just be a fucking you know dress up as a soccer star because they're in England. Oh yeah, that's right. So this pissed off Olympic hurdler Jack Green, who tweeted a picture of the letter and wrote, 
have have a read of the special note and then ignore it and let your child aspire to whatever they want to be. And he's like, it's definitely necessary and we must encourage good education. But the issue here is not letting some children dream and aim high because it's, quote, so hard to achieve, unquote. Should we not encourage the plan A and then increase, then educate and increase awareness of the journey it requires? Uh, and a bunch of then people supported him and mocked the school for not letting the kids dream. Well, and yeah. That's the outrage. I, I, see, I'm with that. I really am because it's like, dude, they're fucking children, man. Yeah. Like, if a child wants to fucking have a ridiculous dream that is either achievable or not, like, what if the kid is like, I want to be the tricks bunny? Fuck it. Let him. You know what I mean? Like, like let him. How old are these kids? Did they say what grade it was? Because uh, if they're like juniors in high school, I can see the outrage being le- legit. But if they're like in the fifth grade or something, I really yeah, don't give a Yeah, I got the sense shit. that that's what. It yeah, was that if it's age. just children, like, who fucking cares? You know, like, let them. Let them be whatever they want to be. Yeah, except, you know, they're at a school, and that's the job of a school to fucking educate the kids into being in the real world. No, Joe, just because these teachers... But the real world is not everybody's a professional athlete. I, I disagree. I'm outraged that you're outraged. Oh, boy. We're getting to, we're going meta. We're, Wait, we're when you say you... in the fucking show. We're Phil, going meta Phil. today. Yeah, so yes. she was directing that at Phil. Yeah, or, or the title <laughs> of the article, that people are outraged. Like, no, you want to give your children achievable goals for me it hinges on the grade it does if, if they're in high school and they're preparing to go to college and especially if they're in a prep school sure uh but if they're children let them dream big i don't care if they want to be fucking angry birds and they grow up i it doesn't matter okay they're kids they'll, they'll figure it out as they go along part of being a kid is that imagination and the discovery that re- eventually that real life sucks <laughs> okay right Th- See, this is the point I, this is like okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna read a quote like it's exa- that's exactly the thing is like Rosie O'Shea Roz- or Roisian Roisin You have to O'Shea. say it in a British accent. Roisin. That was Irish. Well, I, I don't know what the, I don't know how you say Roisin. I can't really properly correct you but Roisin. Roisin. Huh? Roisin. Roisin. Yeah, that was good. But there's an i in there. Well, it's R-O-I. now she's Jewish. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the um the, these are, this is so sad to see these kids being asked to dream but not too big. They're kids. There's plenty of time for life to step in and trample all over their dreams when you're older. Sheesh. This is the thing. Why are we building up these dreams that life is going to trample? That's the point. Then don't build, then don't tell the kids to dream big so that, so that they don't, the fall isn't as hard when they, you know, realize that they're not going to be a quarterback. I wonder if the kid dressed up as like a bar singer songwriter, that that would be okay. Would that be acceptable? Or dressed as a what? Like a, a singer songwriter in, in bars. You know, like I'm not dressing up as a superstar. <laughs> right. I'm only going to hit like, you know, level C. Would that be acceptable to yeah. the teacher? I'm dressing as a Denny's waitress by day and a coffee shop yeah. performer by night. Right. Because then it's, it's more realistic. I yeah. like that. I, I like, like that. that. Yeah. I used to teach in the inner city and like kids would be like, I'm going to be a rap star. I'm going to be a rap star. And it was just like, every small town still has that one guy who still thinks he's going to grow up and be a rapper. And you know what? He provides entertainment to the rest of us. Not because he's a good rapper, but because it's so funny how delusional he is. Yeah. Then you know what? That's that's a special part of life. I I am with the children who want to dream and be whatever they want to be. I, again, it depends on the age. Do we ever figure it out? Have we, we're going to say fifth grade because it doesn't specify. If it's children below the age of, let's say, I don't know, teenage years, like 13, if they're 12 and under, I don't give a shit what their dream is. Most of them are not going to end up leaving that town anyway, and their their dreams are going to change in the next three years anyway. If these people are heading into college age, if they're 16, 17, and they're still thinking, oh, hey, 
I want to be a movie star or whatever. Okay, sure. I mean, unless you're you planning on moving to L.A. immediately or going to film school or something, uh, you know, you might not be on the right path. The pictures they're showing of kids, they don't say age, but the pictures showing are more the, you know, the kids. Like All the I see are legs, stuff. knees and legs. You're judging by knees and legs? Well, then there's this. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, those are definitely children. Um, Let the children dream. But the thing is also, younger children only know what they see, which is on TV, sports people, YouTube. They might not know about accountants if their dad's not an accountant, or they may not know about regular jobs cpa that people have so it's also an opportunity for other students to learn about other jobs that are out there yes yeah, well, that's boring when you're fucking 11 well this isn't uh you know this is education education can be boring uh, yeah but here's the thing when you tell a kid uh hey what do you dream to be when you grow up and then you pick it oh wait no 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 not that dream pick a different one yeah like, that's what i'm telling you fuck that that's what we got to do too much too much uh you know you can be whatever you want to be hey not really no then you're gonna learn in life that you know fuck that as somebody who moved to new york city to be a comedian it takes a a level of delusion to actually live a dream and uh i'm with the kids and uh you know these parents they can they can suck my delusional maybe they're gonna succeed ooh. dick Whoa, yeah. there's another The parents curse. can, the kids can't. That'd be weird. <laughs> but, com but comedian wasn't one of the banned jobs. I'm sure it would have been. I'm sure if a kid walked in with a fucking mic stand and a mic. They would have loved it. Yeah, they would have loved it. They would. It was unexpected. Yeah, I think it would have been good. What's the deal with recess? <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> Who wants to be class president? <laughs> Snack time entertainment. But I think that's the thing. Is everyone, everyone, like, I don't know what it is, but everyone just fucking put, takes their own shit and then tries to like act like the, they have children's interests at hearts and then they they just get all crazy first of all you can be, still want to be a, a rock star but just dress up in this one day as something else something something that you might want to do if that dream doesn't work out which it won't see here's the thing in that case what i what i would have done if i were the school i would have put a large list of occupations and i would have said hey choose one from this list and dress up as that on thursday not what do you want to dream? Well, as? that's that's good. To, that's the way. Or you it, or do yeah. two days. Be wait, like, wait, wait, we're going to do the day of your dream, and then we're going to do the day of the job you're going to end up doing. Why would you want to make them have a list <laughs> of every occupation that you? That's that's uh, they're doing it the within, smart way. Within reason. They just said don't no three occupations. Every other one is fine. Tomatoes are ready. Yeah, I, I'm God I'm roasting it, some Sandy. tomatoes. Is that, does that noise stop? Okay, good. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Well, no, Sandy, when, when you were 10, what, what's what's the, uh, would you have chosen psychiatrist? No. I mean, you were Indian, so probably your parents would have beaten you if you would have said otherwise, right? Uh, well, not psychiatrist, but doctor, maybe. Okay. No, no, I don't, I don't, I, I, when I was 10, I'd probably want to be the quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was a big Bears fan. I'd, I'd choose quarterback. Yeah. But that's the thing. I had no athletic talent whatsoever, and it should not have been <laughs> encouraged. It should, I, me being a quarterback should never have been encouraged. This is kind of a muddled memory, but like in the fifth grade, we had to write down, like if you were trapped on an island, like what job would you do or what would you do that would like was life saving? And I said, I'd want to be an actress because people would need entertainment. And my teacher was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's uh, well, you know, what? yeah, you know what? Sorry. Oh, fuck. Sandy, whatever the fucking stop that shit. Oh. <sighs> When you apply the island scenario to yeah. it, it makes it sound even extra self-centered and delusional. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we have all these jobs that in America that go unfilled, that the companies can't hire anyone, and they're just throwing money at people, but no one, 
Because all these goddamn kids were encouraged to follow their dreams and not like, you know, study math and science and shit. This is the thing, man. No, don't encourage kids to be an actor or, or a sports star. You're not going to, it's not going to make it. You're going to be a waiter at Starbucks. You know, like don't, but here's I always, the yeah. assuming these fucking kids are, you know, nine years old or 10, whatever that dream probably, uh, will fade out by the time they're 15. Don't you want to crush dreams early so they don't have time to marinate? No, fuck that. Yeah. 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 Dreams. It's like a relationship. No. Like, you know, if you just, this if you just, the same if the chick shit. doesn't call you back after three days, this is the same. It's way com- better than her, like dating you for 10 years and then, and being like, ah, you know what? I was never going to be, be your long-term solution. Anyway, this is the same conversation we had around Christmas with the Santa Claus thing. What age do you stop telling kids that there uh, is no fucking Santa Claus? Don't, don't start telling them that there's a Santa Claus. What, what, what are we setting on these kids? up for god dude you're gonna be the most bland boring fucking parent can't like (laughs) like kids care about where the gift comes from like it's like they're not gonna enjoy the gift if they if you just tell them oh we're gonna get you a gift that's fucking i'm gonna get you a video game i don't give a shit if like you know if a bangladeshi kid made it santa claus if someone shit it out of their ass it's it's still a nintendo if someone could shit a nintendo out their ass i'd be very impressed but, I, but I would still play, I would just want the Nintendo. I don't really care about the backstory you have to, you of have the to Nintendo. Clean it off first too before you actually used it. Right, as long as it was usable, what out of the box, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't smell that good. Right, it smells plasticky. Anyway. I, it's I'm not. not I'm not with crushing dreams. The only dreams I want to crush. Yeah, don't then don't don't build don't start the dream to in order to crush it. Just don't let the kid have a weird dream. I always <laughs> thought like when you were learning math in school that instead of learning calculus, you should learn how to balance a checkbook. Like we be realistic that. for what you need yeah. for the real world. So See, my high school actually did that. They, my high school, there were different levels of classes where if they knew you were going to be like one of the towny dumb kids, they would put you in like the one where you did the checkbooks and all like the learning how to cook. And if you were one of the smart kids, they put you in like trigonometry and calculus and all the that kind of shit for prep work. Right. They actually did that. They didn't tell you to your face like you're dumber, you're smarter. Mm-hmm. But like we all kind of figured it out after a while. Right. It was that kind of shit. Which which class, which track were you in there, Phil? Um, I was on I was on the upper one actually. Well done, not. my friend. D well minus in trigonometry was great. <laughs> uh, but you were in the game. I was yeah. I was <laughs> definitely in the game. I, I was a second stringer, but <laughs> I was definitely in the game. I was barely varsity in that uh, that thought league. Um, you know, I just had a thought, Sandeep. If we actually told this, this is why you're in the higher classes. You're if having we told and people, stuff? if we told kids to give up on their dreams, uh, maybe there'd be less asshole open mic comics in New York City. In yes. So, because that's the only people whose dreams I really want to crush are people who move here from Nebraska who think they're funnier than me. That's the main. I think you've just had an epiphany. You're uh, coming. You know to, you're coming to the dark I'm side. Coming aren't to you? the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. You know what? Yeah, I guess I'm with the outrage. I, I mean, I don't want to crush children. Uh, I just want to crush my competition. <laughs> but they're adults already. They need, you know. And besides, most most people are disenchanted with the fantasies of life by the time they're adult comedians anyway. So it doesn't really apply directly. Now that I think it all the way through. I don't know. I'm pro yeah. the children, man. I want children to to live and to to fantasize about Yeah, Easter Bunny. Whatever. I mean, the kids are just if you give a kid candy, they're not they don't need all that stuff. They're going to be very happy with the candy. <laughs> you know? Like by the t- basically the the age they are to really care about that stuff is the age we're telling them it's not true anyway. And the age that they are where <laughs> it doesn't even matter. They just get stuff. They're, they're now we we're like protecting their innocence by telling them some crazy bullshit fake story. Just to prep their minds for like teaching religion later and just to prep their minds of like not using logic and reason for the rest of their life. Um, 
Yeah. I'm, so I'm no s- dreaming for kids. This this dreaming shit is overrated. Wow, that is some uh that is some fucking cold shit, man. That's right. Um I'm with it, man. I'm I'm with the the kids that want to that want to you know dream some of the dreams oh, no, are I not... thought you were wavering with the open mic thing. Uh, now no, you're, you're going because, back. Because I thought all the way through. Uh, all right, are we ready to issue a ruling then? A um, verdict? I all think right. it's two to one, so it's not. It sounds the like okay. it's going. Sounds like it's... for the record, I'm going fake outrage. I'm pro dreaming. Okay, I'm definitely anti dreaming. <laughs> Dreams are for suckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say three people living in New York chasing their dream. <laughs> right. Yeah, a little bit hypocritical. You two. Right, right, but I didn't. I didn't minority report. I am chasing it, but I didn't need them to tell me about it in fifth grade. They, I I would have been just fine with dressing up for one day as something else, and then not uh, taking that as a, as a. I don't. I can't do. I can't just make my own decisions anyway. All right, so now we're moving from children to infants. (laughs) All right, and this other story here. This comes to us from Fargo, North Dakota, where uh, a soft opening restaurants do hard and soft openings or soft and full opening grand opening i don't know the whatever i've never opened a restaurant but there's a soft opening which is like a pre-opening uh for a new chick-fil-a location up there in uh, north dakota and there was a woman named macy horning who was breastfeeding her child wait what's her last name horning horning hornung okay i think she was whipped out her buoy yeah and she had her baby on it and the owner walked up to her and said hey we need you to either cover up or leave because people are fucking eating and that's kind of weird. Uh, well, I mean, it, she didn't say that verbatim, but that's kind of the, uh, the, the gist that she kind of got. So her and her husband, Casey, angrily left the store and went home and they gave that Chick-fil-A location a bad review on Facebook and they told all their friends and then a bunch of other people did it. And now this Chick-fil-A location, which isn't even fully opened yet, currently has a 1.8 star rating. <laughs> that is some uh, online activism in action right there, if I ever heard it. Sicking it to the man. And uh, the owner put out a statement. Owner owner's name is Kimberly Flam, said that she asks for forgiveness, and the goal is to provide a warm and welcoming environment. And Sandy, we, on this show, we always try to pick stories that have a larger overlying issue. Do we not? Right. And so this one, this is a very classic uh, conversation you tend to have throughout society, which is that is it appropriate or inappropriate for breastfeeding in public? And this is something that's very personal to you, Michelle, I understand, because it's something you're going to be dealing with. In, uh, I'm pregnant. That's what Phil's saying. Yeah. It's very personal to me. A few months. I, yeah. mean, I don't mean to yeah, put yeah. your life on display, no, it's but fine. this is something you're going to have to deal with yeah. in, in, in right. soon. And I feel so, like if this were Brazil, people's boobs would just be flying around and no one would even care. There are three things that I think are interesting in that article. One, that the person, the woman who, the owner was a woman who shut the booby down. You know, it wasn't a man. It was another woman. I wonder if she has kids. I doubt it. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And then two, in her apology, it wasn't even apology. She's like, I'm really sorry. I just wanted to create a warm environment for the store. Meaning like, I'm justifying why I tried to throw your booby out. So it's not even a real apology. Well, at the end of the day, it's a business. And I would say that it, it, let's say that there was a complaint by a table of other customers and there was a, you know, there are three or four tables around here of people that were there to, to have some uh, chicken sandwiches and they might've said, Oh, I, I don't really want to eat here. If someone has a private part in public less than 10 feet from where I'm it's eating. It's pretty immature. My private part. I mean, it's like, you know, she's not whipping it out just to whip her. 
Yeah, and so it's 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 a very classic argument you come across in society, and and I I think part of it for me is like in New York, you know, we see so much weird shit all the time. You know, you see dudes jacking off on the subway and people taking pisses in this. Like this, to me, seeing seeing somebody a baby suckling on a breast is like on a ten scale of weird. That's like a one and a half or yeah. a two. You no, know, absolutely. it's almost pleasant. Whereas pleasant, maybe, I or, wouldn't go that. Whereas far. maybe in a place like. North Dakota, maybe it's a little more rural, a little more conservative, and something like that might be a little bit more jarring to those people. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, because they're not they're not seeing people jacking off on the subway. Yeah, exactly. There's no subway to jack off on. They have to jack yeah. off on their cars and streets, which is just that's right. just crazy. Yeah. Private. One thing they said yeah. was the the person didn't use a cover. Is that is that the industry standard of yeah, breastfeeding? You're yeah, supposed to have I mean, some sort of cover. Ideally, you don't want your breast exposed. But in the article, it said that the baby wouldn't suck on the nipple unless it was free. <laughs> I guess the, <laughs> the cover was hindering. It was an that, exhibitionist baby. That baby wants free range nipples or no yeah, nipples. Right, right. Damn it. Uh, so how do you personally feel about this? Because this is something that have you thought about this yet? Or I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, it's fine. I've already like bought the nursing bra. <laughs> And like all that (laughs) stuff. So it's in the mind. I mean, I think you both raise a good point that the context, it's a smaller city. You know, they're not, they're not as desensitized as we are, but it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Like all women who breastfeed have a nipple and a sucking situation. It's like really not that big of a deal. All women who don't breastfeed also have a nipple. and (laughs) Well, (laughs) depends who's doing the sucking in that case. It's probably not the infant. Yeah. But, uh, Thank yeah. God that they, the thank God the sucking is keep going, available Sandy. for all. Keep going with this. That's all. Okay, That's all. thank you. That yeah, was great. Well, I wanted I wanted you to specify the. Uh... Wait, the third thing that I took away from the article was that the woman's name is Macy and her kid is Ziggy. And like, what's up with that? Does she think she's like a celebrity and can name her child whatever she wants? Um. So that, that shows that she town. has bad judgment already. So maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe these are not the. Uh... Not, not exactly winners. I don't know. I personally don't give a fuck if anybody's breastfeeding. Yeah. Uh, as long here's the thing: if the baby's crying, that that uh, if I'm somewhere and a baby's crying, that makes me ten times angrier than a breastfeeding. I, I absolutely I agree. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a very good point. Yeah. What about the what about the risk of not breastfeeding this kid? What do you mean? It'll be crying. Yeah. 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 If that's what makes a baby stop crying, whip out that titty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm outraged that titties are only allowed. Uh, out when they're in breastfeeding form i feel like there should be more <laughs> liberal just boob showage in general well there was that whole movement yeah the free where the, the nipple yeah yeah where women walked around with their shirts off what? somebody famous's daughter did it i don't remember who oh where was this movement in new york how come i didn't see any i don't I didn't know see any more titties you weren't invited sandy but you're not the target market for uh that particular type of protest <laughs> but i would have supported <laughs> yeah we're sure you were like i would have been like hashtag me to who wants <laughs> me to show me breasts? Nipple. Right. Yeah. No. That that's not the right context, Sandy. Whoever thought like you know like this is where it goes full circle. Like like frat guy and like ultra liberal women are. This is the now they're the target market. The show your tits. Show your tits is now can be a rallying cry to merge. See, well, we all it, it, we, we all, show my tits. Right. Oh. Okay. Which it's, I guess it's is a TV of, show. Well, no, because if the girl's yelling it, she's not show. She doesn't want to see tits for the same reason the frat guy does. The frat guy wants to see tits because he wants to see tits. She wants to show her tits to, as like a show of independence or solidarity. Or so they're something. finally bedfellows, the frat guy and the liberal feminist. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the the 
they both have different overall reasons for wanting more breasts. But they breasts. got to the same place, and that's what's important. Yeah, I guess the goal is the same. You know, that's what we do on the Fake Outrage Report. We just bring people together. We bring together. people together. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> so as far as outrage goes with the uh, Chick-fil-A breastfeeding case... You know what the thing is, too, is like, all right, so... There, we have to establish an age limit because, like, if like a twenty-year-old was sucking on a titty of a of a chick, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's looted in indecent PDA. But if a four-year-old or like or like a two-year-old, yeah, that's good. So I feel like there. some people breastfeed to like three and a half. Yeah, three and a half is within the range. That's fine. Really, I feel like that's I feel six months and you're out. That's, right. that's what I want it to be. I have no, I don't have any experience in childbearing or anything. I don't really have a strong opinion, but yeah, if that's how you're going to raise yeah, your six months, except the only thing is it's very economical to breastfeed because then you don't have to like pay for milk, pay for food. It's freebie. So maybe seven. And months. it's a great way to like burn calories, right? Right. Instead and of working out. Just, and, yeah. yeah. Isn't it better? Isn't it, isn't it healthier too for the kid? It's like yes. higher and more the nutrients. Right kinda, yes. Yeah. As an expert in being a mother, I have no idea. <laughs> You're the closest we got. All right? okay. That's, yeah. There we go. So uh, as far as the outrage goes in this one, um, I'm going to go, assuming that the owner was super rude about it and cold about it, I'm going to go legit outrage. You know, if the baby was crying, it'd be a fake outrage. It's, it's a very tough one for me because I wasn't there. And this sounds like a very localized case. Yeah. And it sounds like, like an example of something that happens all the time anyway. So this is, this is a really tough one to do. I don't know. I'll go legit, though. I'll go on the side of the uh, angry mother, I guess. Yeah. I'm always on the side of free titties, so I'll go legit <laughs> outraged. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, yeah, I'm outraged. I don't really care. Yeah, me too. Okay. It's, 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 I guess, sure. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. one of those. Yeah. All right. So before we go, we always give our guests the opportunity Michelle Slonim, is there anything you're currently outraged about and you want to let some steam off on? Well, one, I'm outraged that you didn't give me warning that I had to be outraged about something. So I just like to put that on the table. Yeah, normally I tell the guests and I forgot until mm -hmm. the start of the show. Mm -hmm. okay. I'll say that today was the Women's March. Do you guys know that? Another I did one? know that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one is what you said? Yeah. Yes, there was one last year as well. And I was caught in the middle of it on the subway on 72nd Street, which was the heart of it. And it was like packed the subways. I had to take another subway. So I'm outraged that uh, that had to happen to me. How dare those women assemble and fight <laughs> yeah. for your rights? But one, How dare they? Yeah. But one, I mean, yeah. <laughs> one weird thing, though, that I felt, and I'm interested in your opinion, is that a lot of them were wearing pink. Right. And I felt almost so? weird. I don't know, because it's like everything's about gender now and why does pink have to be a woman's color i don't know it just felt weird oh so your your outrage is questioning the uh you know sort of which is it you're saying you know are you strong independent people or are you protecting feminine values yeah you're kind of caught in the yeah i see what you're saying i don't know i'm i'm cool with the pink and the vagina hats i think if <laughs> people have if that's what unifies people, hey. Mm -hmm. Are you outraged that the women use the subway? Is that the nature of that? Or just the fact yeah, that it was, was just a crowded subway. I had to take another subway route. It was just like completely messed up my commute. Yeah. They should but really I felt like I was marching because I was just like with all these women trying to move. Were you trying Were you trying to like, I'm not with, the, I'm just here. I'm just, <laughs> just trying to get home. I'm not with her. I'm not with her. Right. I'm just trying to goddamn right. get to this yeah. Not anti the cause, but just saying right now, I'm not, don't mistake me yeah, for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Were they like a more well-behaved SantaCon? Uh, very well-behaved, yes. Okay. Absolutely. 
There's one thing that's interesting about activism is that there is a certain uh, convenience to it. You know, people do it on a Saturday when it's 50 degrees. They do it on the internet. I think I think internet protesting is a fucking joke anyway. Were there a lot of Me Too signs? No. There was a lot of anti-Trump signs. Nice. Yeah. Were there any good ones? Any funny ones? Um, There's some good ones last year that I th- saw. There was usage of shithole. I don't remember the context. <laughs> yeah. Trump's a shithole, maybe. Something like that. I would say that was a big takeaway. Biting. Yeah. At first, I thought it was an anti-Trump rally because it was mm. soap, but it was like too pink. Those things do tend to go hand in hand. Yeah. Because uh, he's he's said a few things. Yes. <laughs> on the record. Absolutely. All right. So did you? So how'd you? Um, your commute was bad. You have to transfer trains, or how'd you solve the scenario? How did I solve? I mean, I could give you the minutia of my commute. I don't know how interesting it is. Well, I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm uh, on the I'll... edge of my seat. Um, <laughs> it. W- I don't know. I took the C. Then it turns out I take the one and. I don't know. It was it was fine. Wait, I how did some the, elbows. How did the com- how did the march itself make you have to take a different subway? Uh cuz cuz it was so crowded on the one. I was like, oh, "Ooh, okay. maybe if I take the E, it'll uh be better." And then I took the E and then the E stopped, so I had to go back on the one. Uh, so I should have just waited and taken the one to begin with. Yeah, fucking so you you had the perfect storm of crowded subways and the weekend MTA. I hope that your listeners aren't from Fargo because they wouldn't even understand this. Yeah. Well, if you ever visit New York City, listeners from Fargo, first of all, we're glad to have you. <laughs> yeah, let's Just be know, honest. if you're here over the weekend, that's when they do all the maintenance and they fuck with the trains. And uh, it's never the most pleasant experience yeah. in the world. All right. That's a great invitation. Yeah, come to New York where the weekends are going to suck. <laughs> I love New York. This, this message brought to you by the Tourism Board. Yeah. I, th- I, I think <laughs> if you haven't ridden the subway, you don't have it to compare it to... So you'd, you'd like the subway on the weekend. Yeah, people from that part of the country tend to be scared of it, though. They really yeah, are. Yeah, I work so at a hotel. I talk to people about it. They're like, is it safe at night? And I'm like, yes. I, I can see you've clearly watched too many movies from the 80s. Like, no, like nothing bad. Well, nothing too bad happens anymore on the trains at night. Like, yeah, you'll see a dude taking a piss or jacking off or something. But <laughs> You do not say that as a professional. Huh? You, you wouldn't actually say that to a guest. No, well, it depends okay. on, on the guest, but no, generally speaking, yeah. if, if they initiated and they said like, hey, what kind of crazy shit am I going to see? Is there going to be a dude whipping his dick out if I take the train later? You have never had a guest say that to you. I've had guests say way crazier really? shit to me than that. Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes the thing is, is that when you work at a hotel, like during the week, you get people who are uptight business travelers who are just stressed out. But during, during the weekend, people are here to party. It's New York. Uh-huh. So people right. are people are starting on their train ride in. If they're coming in from a, you know, the surrounding area, especially they've been pre-gaming for three hours. So they're, they're just, you know, when somebody gets drunk, they just start talking shit. I know. Yeah. I've had people ask me like where to buy drugs and oh my crazy shit. And so, yeah, it's Jack, Jack off conversations. I'm not going to say that it's an everyday thing, but during the summer, yeah, probably once a month or so, someone has a weird fucking question. I like to hang out in fancy hotel lobbies and I went into where Phil works and I saw him there. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I feel like it strengthened our bond, me seeing you out of the comedy scene. Yeah. A lot of people have run into me at work for some reason or another. I saw another comic from the scene delivering something with through Postmates there one day. Oh. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that. I think that's a pretty good place to end though. What do you <clears> think, <throat> Sandy? That's a good place to end. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> What are we? Oh yeah, uh, all the things we said at the beginning, we apparently have to say again. Uh, just one, just one. You can one. follow Michelle Slinham online at uh, go to drawingroomentertainment.com. Those are the apartment shows that I put on as a kind of a unique way to entertain your guests. It's drawingroomentertainment.com, and the United States of Russia is Ben's new number one album. Yeah, 
the number one selling Amazon album for three hours. Better still. <laughs> also, you can find the information about her comedy shows at local 138 on Comedy BNB on Facebook. And the N in Comedy BNB is the letter N. Perfect. Look at you. How about that? You can follow us at Fake Outrage Rep. Email us and tell us we're stupid at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Give us those kick-ass reviews on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. Until next time, Sandeep Sin. Any parting thoughts? Keep those dreams small, kids. <laughs> <laughs>